Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to Madam Perry Salon. I know you're looking for the transporter and for Mr. Sulu, but he's too excited about the show tonight and tonight's guest. Anyway, I want to welcome you once again. As I said, uh, I am your hostess and cruise director, Madam Perry, or you can call me Jennifer Perry or Jen. And I just want to say, first of all, uh, thanks to everyone who is making this podcast just go out of control. Uh, for one thing, my listeners have spiked, my uh, downloads have spiked, and I mean, this is on all subscribers, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, and first of all, it's because of everyone that listens and shares it with their friends and, and uh lets people know to listen and what kind of guests we have on. And you call and you support and you share and you download, and that helps me get good sponsors. It also helps me get fantastic guests like we're having tonight. Now, she's not in the studio yet, but she's going to be pulling in in just a few minutes now. So, um, like I said, Mr. Sulu's outside waiting. And what I wanted to say, too, is just go over some things. You know, I always have to keep up with what's happening lately and what's coming up soon. One thing is this, uh, you know, two nights ago, we had uh, Mary T. McCarthy uh, talking about her books. Well, actually, it's a trilogy of books, The Scarlet Letter Society, Scarlet Letter Scandal, and Scarlet Letter Storm, and it's about with the Secret Swingers Club and all that. If you leave a message or a comment on the bottom of the Blog Talk radio page for that episode, it will automatically enter you to win a copy of the Scarlet Letter Scandal from Mary McCarthy, and that was a fun show. Last night we had Michael Fleeman, whom I love. He's one of my favorite uh, true crime writers. He's got a new TV show on the Escape Channel called Deep Undercover, and he was talking, this is the second time he's been on this year because he has two, not just one, two books this year. This one was called The Black Widower about a man named Harold Henthorne who had two wives die under mysterious circumstances and coincidentally they were both heavily insured. Uh, so it's that case and he was the Black Widower but no more. And uh, earlier in the year he released a book crazy for you, which was about the uh, Rusty Snyderman murder that happened right here in Atlanta, Georgia. And um, so again, look for him on TV. Also, let's see, what do we got coming up soon? Uh, Then I mentioned too, we also had Julie Slick on. And um, at the end of July, Julie, as you probably know, bassist for Adrian Ballou Power Trio, but uh, she's also been playing a lot lately with her own duo Echo Test, 
and uh, she does the Three for Perfect Pair Cam. She's also with the Crimson Project. Julie is nonstop. She plays all the time, so definitely check out Julie Slick's album. Also, we had Julie Sharp the night before, and she's a comedian entertainer based in Melbourne, Australia. Hilarious woman. Also, her husband, you probably know, was on a few weeks before, Anthony Sharp. If you're a fan of Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries, a uh, super popular show in Atlanta, uh, you know, he plays, her husband, Anthony Sharp, plays Cease, one of the cab drivers that Miss Franny Fisher turns into her associate detectives in her detective agency. So, let me just see what I've got here. I'm still waiting. As you know, I'm going to go ahead and, and tell you, you know, this show, I just booked this show last night, a little before midnight, and just started posting it, and it's gone off the chain. You people are, you wonderful people are responding to this like crazy, and I'm so glad. It's, um, lady, you know her first from the band, The Runaway. She started playing guitar at 11. Um, by the time she was a teenager, she was in the band The Runaway as lead guitarist. That was in the late 70s, and then in the 80s, she began a, a solo career. She is dynamite. Um, I hate when I see things that describe her as a great, awesome female guitar player. She's just a magnificent guitar player, any any gender. Uh, she has a new memoir out called Living Like a Runaway, and we're going to be talking about that, too. However, and you can call in. You can call in tonight. The number is always 646-716-9922 to talk to Lita Ford. That's right, Lita Ford. Oh, my gosh, I know. Everybody's messaging going, Lita Ford, for real? Are you serious? Yes. Uh, Lita Ford is here. Yeah, well, she's she's um, almost here in the studio. So since she's not here yet, and by the way, I've read her book, uh, Living Like a Runaway, it's uh it's it's a it's very dramatic personal story. She bears a soul about life, career, uh and it is just a non stop read. I think I read it in a couple of days. Uh so you'll wanna get a copy of that. However, everyone who calls in tonight will be entered to win a copy of it. So while we wait for Lita, why don't we go ahead and play one of my favorite Lita Ford songs, Can't Catch Me.
right. No, you can't catch Lita Ford. She is a fast mover. But if you're nice, if you show her the love and respect she deserves, then she will come and visit you for a while, like she has right here in Madame Perry Salon. Hi, Lita. How are you? Hi. That was awesome. (laughs) That was awesome. I love that song. I do, too. (laughs) That's one of those songs when you don't want to get up and go do something. You know, I've got this little short list of songs that I can put on when I've got to just make myself get up and do what must be done and and feel good about doing it and handle it like a boss. And that is one of them. Welcome to Madam Perry's Salon. Come on in. Get comfortable. There's a nice cushion over here. We got fluff up for you. I know that uh, – I don't know if uh, – I don't think that your publicist had a chance to tell you, but, um, you know, a lot of the guests talk about how it looks like the inside of Jeannie's bottle in here. And uh, so that's why we said it. And some of your friends have been in here and uh, sat around here. I think Rudy Sarzo. Somebody what? What did they do? Sultan. Rudy Sarzo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. uh, Nice. Sultan. Nice. Um, of course, David Fish, David Fishoff. And by the way, I forgot to mention this at the beginning of the show, so please forgive me for doing this promo, but he's a friend of yours, so I know you won't mind. Remember the uh, – because you've done Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. You know David. Oh, I know David yours. very well. Yeah. We've been doing the camp and, uh, for years. But I was so glad to see that, too, your book, Living Like a Runaway, when I got to that part about you coming back in and go, go to David and get on there and think, oh, that had to be the most badass rock and roll fantasy camp ever. But uh, oh, David, thank you know, the you. one Thanks to read my the, book. Are you kidding, honey? I just said, I don't know if you heard me earlier. I, I read it in about two days. Um, but it's hard they, to put um, down. It really is. It. No kidding. It really is. And uh, so, <laughs> so my. But he was just fine with that. He's 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 good. Uh, but the thing is, uh, I was saying, that, oh, David Fishoff. In September is the uh, Juice Priest edition. Of course, uh, Rudy and his brother Robert Sarzo were going to be counselors on that. But if anyone signs up for the September Judas Priest edition of the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, and Lita Ford is right here, the woman herself can vouch for it. And you mentioned Madame Perry Salon. Tell them that you heard it from me, Jennifer Perry or Madame Perry Salon. David Fishoff will give you a guitar valued at $700. He didn't tell me what kind. He just told me you will get a guitar <laughs> from him. So just for mentioning the podcast. Is that nice? Is that, is that nice? He's such a You know, he's an amazing guy. man. He's just one of the best. He He is one of the best of the best. And he he's done some things for me that were absolutely mind blowing at times when i needed help and he's just been a great friend you know he's he said lita if you want me to read your book before it comes out i can critique it for you and tell you give you my thoughts and just help out which i thought was really cool you know he didn't just want to read it he wanted to help me make sure that i put out the best book i could possibly put out and he's just a great friend, and he's put on a great show with the Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp. He always brings in the best people. So everything's top-notch over there. The food, the recording, the people, it's packed. You go home exhausted, 
It's an absolute life-changing <laughs> experience. And uh, it's like being on the road for five days of no sleep, just crazy <laughs> pandemonium, lots of loud rock and roll, and it's so much fun. So I suggest oh, going that sounds like a blast. <laughs> if you haven't been. You know, well, actually, my guest Monday night was Mary T. McCarthy, and uh, we were talking about her books, um, The Scarlet Letter Society, which is all about this little suburban this little suburban neighborhood that has all kind of liaisons going on in a sw- secret swingers club. And when I was talking about this, I told David I'm going to push this every show since you're giving away a guitar for people mentioning me. And she said, oh, my God, I want to go. I said, I do, too. And uh, so I'm going to tell David, if if you do it again, Lita, I know Mary McCarthy and I will both be there. Oh, how cool. Well, I'll let you know. I Listen, I've, I've, already, know. Got, we, I've uh, already got some, a little secret stash set aside saving up for it. Cool. <laughs> That's great. He used to have it where we would go to different locations. Um, we would go to... Uh, Atlantis out in the Bahamas and we had a rock and roll fantasy camp out there. We did the Playboy Mansion. Um we would go to New York, we would go to LA, you know, just a lot of different places, which was a lot of fun. So now I think he's he's based pretty much out of Vegas, which is great. There's always never anything there's always something to do. There's never a dull moment in Vegas. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no matter what time it is. <laughs> hey, I got married in Vegas. You know. <laughs> right. Any, That's great. Anything can happen there. <laughs> you never know. So, but yeah, but then again, it's a Vegas wedding. Who knows how long it'll last? I mean, it's only been 30 years, so it could be, you know. But still, wow, it's a Vegas wedding. It was fun. Oh, that was meant to be. But oh, you're that's, on a tour awesome. right now. Yeah, we've been touring and a lot. Been... We've been in and out. You know, we go home for five minutes and long enough to wash your underwear, throw them back in the suitcase, <laughs> and then just turn around and go out again. I swear it's been really funny. We're home for literally ten hours maybe. That's what so people don't know about life on the road. That's what uh, yeah. uh, when, when Julie Slick was on here. I don't know if you know Julie, but no, she don't. plays bass uh-uh. for Adrian Ballou. Oh, uh-huh. Adrian Ballou and Crimson Project. And she says she finally just gave up her apartment last year. She said, "I travel so much, I don't even need a place to stay. She doesn't even have a oh, place no. to live. She just she said, I'm just on the road. I didn't, why, why should I pay rent somewhere? So, yeah, people it's don't know true. the glamorous parts. But your your book, Living Like a Runaway, like I said, it's, it's, uh, you give a lot of details in the story. And I asked your publicist what questions to ask, you know, what's some talking points. She said, just talk about the tour and the book. Let it go organic. Let it flow. And also, everyone, if anyone who calls and talks to Lita tonight, you will be entered. Uh, to win a copy of Living Like a Runaway. And the number to call is 646-716-9922, a toll-free number in the U.S. Lita, let me tell you something. I didn't plan this. We didn't submit this date until last night, probably about uh, 8.30 or 9.30 my time in Atlanta. And 
So I stayed up, putting it together, getting the thing, doing the promotion and so forth. You would not believe how this, I have never seen, had anything. And I've had a lot of, you know, cool people on my show. I've been very, very fortunate and very lucky that people like you are so generous with their time and and give me, uh, and, and come on my show. But this has taken off like madness. I mean, people have shared it all over Facebook. People I don't even know have shared it, and I'll see this. Lita Ford, my God. People go, Lita Ford, my God. Yes, my God. You, you've got to feel the love everywhere. I mean, I put it on um, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Everybody's going nuts. Uh, oh, but awesome. uh, we've already got a call actually for you. So I just want you to know, sister, if you don't feel the love, you're just not paying attention. So, and I know you do. So. <laughs> oh God! Well, so, I got some see. great fans. Really, really great fans. I I came back off the island. Um, I lived. I took a 15-year hiatus during the 90s when everything went to uh, grunge. The grunge rock kicked in, and I felt that mm-hmm. I needed a vacation because I was exhausted after being mm-hmm. in the runaways from 1976 and then going through my solo project. And here we are two decades later, I decide to take a break after two decades of being on the road. <laughs> and uh, I went to uh, a deserted island and lived on a, a deserted island and didn't have any connection with civilization at all. Um, I didn't know what the rock scene was about, what was, what did it sound like, who was number one, who was, who was the best, who was the worst. I had no idea. So um, when I did come back, finally, our very first show was Rocklahoma, which was a huge, huge festival. And Unfortunately, that night, there was a massive storm that came through and took out, there was three stages there. It took out two of the stages and left the main stage. One gentleman, unfortunately, passed away. He had a heart attack, and uh, some other people ended up in the hospital. It was absolute pandemonium. There was this vibe in the place, like... Somebody's here from a higher power, and I couldn't figure out who it was. I thought, was it Prince? Is it David Bowie? Who's here? I I need to know. So I went and asked the promoters. I walked into the promotion office, and um, I said, guys, it was actually ladies, but I said, who's here that everyone's freaking out about? And they said, you mean you don't know? And I said, no, who is it? And they said, Lita, it's you. And I I, I was stunned. I was absolutely stunned. From that point on, I just felt like, you know what? Fifteen years ago, I deserted rock and roll because it changed, and I needed a break. I took off my ruby Mm -hmm. slippers. I put them down. I came back 15 years later, and those ruby slippers were still sitting there, untouched, unworn. Mm-hmm. No one was able to fill them. And I put them on just like it was yesterday and carried on. You know, I got nominations from 
Marshall Amplification and uh, Guitar Player Magazine for the Icon Award, the first lady of rock guitar. I mean, who who gets those awards? It's just absolutely the coolest thing on the planet. And it only took 40 years, but it opened up a door and kicked down, kicked down a path, made a path for other women and other guitar players to walk it. And a whole new generation of, of artists have emerged from this. So mm. I'm proud. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And the yeah. um the the award show with uh Tish. Um Yes. Can't pronounce her last name. How do you pronounce her last yeah. name? I don't know. <laughs> I oh, just everyone knows Daisy her Girl Tish. Guitars. Tish yeah. Tish is gonna be on here September seventh. She's gonna be my guest here. But um oh, nice. yeah, when I watched that and all the girls behind you that were yeah, your acolytes, that your devotees, I mean you you did it for them. Well, listen, honey, you stood there in those Prince-type boots with a higher heel than Prince wore, and you kicked the door down for them to come on through behind you. But you know what? Like I said, I've already got people calling up. The calls are stacking up here for you. So let's go ahead. If uh, Let's see the first caller, which is somebody right here in Atlanta. Welcome to Madam Perry's Salon. Come on in. Do you have a question or comment for the fabulous Lita Ford? Hi, um, Madam Perry. Hi. It's Sasha. Um, Sasha, oh uh, my gosh! Yes, I, I, uh, I just had to call in. Yeah. Hey, Sasha. Hey, Lita. It's so cool to talk to you. You're like a huge inspiration. So I, I just had to when I saw you on. I just had to call in and and just say hello. Killer. And and yeah, you paved the way for for women. So you know. That's what I'm trying to do, just kind of make music and, and get out there. And, and I just wanted to ask um, just if, if you had any advice for up-and-coming uh, female guitarists such as myself. Um, well, you know, what, there, what advice would you give? There is no try, like Yoda says in Star Wars, you know, when he stands <laughs> on one hand. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. He's in the swamps. There is no try. Only do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I always saw a light at the end of the tunnel. And uh, when I was a kid, I saw that light. And I followed it. And I never stopped following it. It's okay to take a break, sit mm-hmm. back, and, and analyze things. But don't stop following your dreams. Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you and so you know much. What? You, you two have something else in common, Sasha. Or she, yeah. she, Sasha Valeli, she also goes by nicknamed Sash the Bash. Uh, you have something else yes. in common besides being uh, badass guitar players is that you were both born in uh, uh, Great Britain. Oh, really? Ah, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm from Germany, yeah. I tell you. <laughs> I never gave up my British citizenship. I've lived here since I was uh, four, I think, was when we moved out of the U.K., Oh, and wow. I never gave up my British citizenship. I still have a British passport, and uh, I, I'm not dual. People are always yeah. asking me, why don't you become an American citizen? You've lived here long enough. Because <laughs> I'm British. I'm proud of being British. 
Um, it yeah. makes it easy for me to go into the European countries and go through in and out. And uh, I'm just proud of it. And if anything should happen and, you know, the, you know what hits the fan and I get yeah. uh, kicked out of the country, I'm okay to go back to Britain. That's where I'd want to be. Yeah, the same. <laughs> Sorry, we'll you never know. Thank um, you so much, Sash. Uh, it's good to good to talk to you and great to meet you, Lisa. Thanks. And I, I hope good to see luck. you live someday. I've never seen you live, so I'm, I'm really hoping. Uh, are yeah, you we'll playing out here anytime that's soon? Not a problem. Yeah, we will. Well, I'm going to talk will. about I've, that. I'm I've glad got you a brought great it up. New manager. Okay. We're we're all over the place. We're all over right. the place, but <laughs> okay. In 2018, I'm sure we'll be coming through through Europe and London awesome. and the British yeah. areas that right. we need to do a nice long British tour. <laughs> but well, I will Sash is right here in Atlanta you. where I am, yeah. Lita, so we want you yeah. in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, she is? Atlanta. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> I'm a transplant like you. Yes. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, so she's here in Atlanta. We want uh, you here. Yeah. Okay. In the South. All right. All right. Love you, Sash. Love you, too. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the call. All right. Thanks, sweetie. Bye. All right. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. Sasha is a great person, and I really, really admire her, too. All right, we've got, we got calls stacking up for you, Lisa. Okay, so everybody hold on. Thank you for calling. Please be patient because I want to get everybody on here because uh, uh, because Lisa loves you. All right, so uh, the next call is a 484 area code. Welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Just come on in the beaded curtain. Hello. 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 Hi. Yeah, welcome. Come on in. Who is it? Ken Who? Kane. I just uh Kenneth Kane. I, I just wanted to stop by and say Kenneth Kane, Kane. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hi Kenneth. <laughs> uh, you know uh, everybody. <laughs> Listen, I've got a great family. I have been so lucky. I mean, I'm not even Lita Ford, but I've been lucky to have a great bunch of listeners and guests that call and support each other, and they're just a lot of fun. Kenneth Kane is a very well-known, he's a horror writer, very uh, award-winning horror writer and mystery writer. So, yeah, go ahead. Really? Yeah, he's, been, he's the first person that responded when I put this up last night about you being on the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually um yeah, I remember like a long time ago, I was telling my wife, we were just sitting down right before dinner, and I was like, yeah, I heard that song that closed my eyes forever, and it just gave me uh, chills, and I fell in love oh, with that wow. song, so I went out and bought your album and everything, and I was, and my wife's like, I don't, I don't know that song. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I was like, it's like one of the most well-known songs in the world, and I'm like, you're being expressive about it, and, and so I started playing through your body of work, and uh and she goes, so when she heard Kiss Me Deadly, that's when she remembered you. And I was like, ah, oh, there oh, you that's go. Funny. <laughs> right on. So then we had all dinner with uh, listening to, to your, your music and introducing the kids to your work. Nice. Perfect way to be raised. <laughs> yep, yep, you, uh, those kids Dark Tower, the movie Dark Tower? Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I want to. I've read all the books and everything, so I'm really excited by it. I know a lot of people uh, are excited about it. And, but uh, it's different than the books, but it's, it should be very good anyway. I'm really excited that um, next month it comes out, and that's like the first Stephen King book I ever read. 
Uh, you was, just remind me of the gunslinger instantly. As soon as I heard your voice, I thought it's the gunslinger. And he is yeah, so yeah, killer great... in the movie. I mean, I cried through the whole movie because it was so emotional. And the way this kid sees things, you know, before oh, yeah. they happen. He sees things that he doesn't know that, that are there. And it's kind of cool. I, I feel like sometimes I have the ability to do that. And uh, it really touched home with mm. me. And the gunslinger is just the coolest guy in, in the film. He's yeah, the coolest character. I mean, in the books, the you get, like, they really pack like eight books. So it's an eight book series that they packed into one movie. And I'm hopeful that someday right. we might get what they, they're doing with Game of Thrones on HBO. We might get the, the full story. But, uh, yeah, I'm anxious to see it. I just haven't gotten around to seeing it yet. I've been uh, kind of saving date night to go see it next month, but uh, <laughs> we'll have to see. I'm definitely going to see it when it comes uh, out. It's so badass. Don't wait too long. I won't. I, won't. I saw it a couple of nights ago, and I'm just I'm still beaming from it. Uh, I'm sure. It's a, I mean, Stephen King is like one of the greatest horror authors out there, so I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> um, you know, adapting yeah. eight books down to one movie is not, not going to be easy, so I know a lot of people were disappointed about that, but you just got to take it for what it is. You know, whenever you well, whenever you take you a gotta, good book and make it a movie, you're going to lose right, something. Right, right. I think you just have to watch it as a movie and not try to apply it to the books, although there's little glimpses of each book that you got to look, right. and it's like, oh, wait a minute. I remember that from this book, and I remember that. I don't want to give it away, but there's little glimpses of, of each book in the film. So he, right. it's I, very well done. Ron Howard directed been, uh, it. Yeah, he's a great a great director. I mean, great actor, great director. I mean, but, yeah, I think that uh, we, we're spoiled in the modern age. You know, we're, we're so used to getting everything the way we want, right on demand. You know, we get, like, a whole <laughs> series in a day. So people are a little bit spoiled by that. I mean, uh, this I think it's, you know, Elder Elba is like a great actor. And so I, I'm yeah. anxious to see it myself. Definitely. Definitely. You'll but, love I it. You have kids? I do. I do. A 13 and a 15 How year old. How old are they? Uh, you just told me you did. Yeah, 13 How old and 15, are they? Yeah. 13 oh, and 15. Oh, they're old enough to see this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get this them out. The I, they want to go see they want to go see it, but I, I've been trying to get them to see this. They're like, Dad, it's another Western, because I always grew up watching Westerns, like, with my dad. And I'm like, Westerns are so good, though. And this is, like, a crossover, like, fantasy, Western, sci-fi. And I'm like, you know, this would be perfect, but I haven't convinced them yet. Oh, so. no. The gunslingers, <laughs> he's got all these bullets, and he's so good with the guns, the way he fills up the the revolvers, like, 45s or something. He's just so badass. I just couldn't see oh, how yeah. your kids could love him. Oh, they're, my they're God. All this, uh, you know, they're like the modern-day kids. They're all into YouTube and and uh, the rap music nowadays that has, like, one word that they say over and over again. I don't. <laughs> I keep trying to teach them about, like, you know, older music when it was actually good music. And uh, I've gotten them to take on to a couple bands. Like, you know, my daughter likes the Beatles. So that was, like, a, a huge success getting her to like something different. But, uh, I don't know. I, I think that we, uh, you know, the end of the 80s and the early 90s, we had some of the best music out there. Yeah, And uh, I agree. I mean, it was just a great time for music. I listened to that. That's the music, period of music I listen to, like, all day while, while I work. 
Yeah, definitely. It it was some of the best music out there. I agree with you. And that's when I disappeared was the late the early 90s I disappeared. I thought, you know what? I'm music is changing now. It's time to just take a break. After 20 years of touring, I thought, oh, I'm just going to go chill for a while. So mm-hmm. that's when I disappeared. You, you yeah, well, boys. <laughs> When you chilled, you really got away, and I, you know, you raised your children out of the light, uh, out of the uh, public, you know, glare and so forth. And by the way, hold on with me if you would, Kenneth, uh, while you're still here with us hanging out, because there's somebody else that's been waiting, somebody here, another Atlanta caller waiting to talk to Lita. So, Key, Kenneth, you've got a regular cushion in here. You know what to do. Just stay right there. Oh yeah. And uh, okay. hi, welcome to Madam <laughs> Perry Salon. Come on in. Yeah, Ken- Kenneth, you stay. And this is another Atlanta person. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey. Is there a person on the other line? Uh, I think it's me. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Lita. Hi. Hi, Madam Perry. How are you all? Hey. We're great. Doing How great. are you? Who is this? Good. It's kind of dim in here. Who is this? Oh, it's Susan from Atlanta. Susan. Oh, my God. Susan Vanyo. Yes. Oh. Cool, cool. Yes, cool. yeah, definitely. Um, so, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be the the second to the person that was the Atlanta caller earlier. Where Lita, we we would love to see you here. Um, there's so many Thanks. venues that are like Tabernacle is downtown and Phillips and all of that. So, um, and I've been listening to your music forever. Like, obviously, your your main song came out in '88, and that was my first year of high school. So it was very empowering to hear that, wow. you know, a female singer. So it was great. Wow, that's incredible. That's great. I couldn't. I'm just trying to put myself in that place because when I was in high school, well, it was junior high school, um, my songs were um, Michael Jackson's One, Two, Three. Easy as A B C, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Those were great. Those were great. No, I but I mean the, the 80s office because yeah. I didn't wear a bra. I wouldn't wear a bra. Oh my god! So send me to the nurse's office, and I get my dad on the phone. I'd go, Dad, I'm in trouble again. I didn't wear a bra. My father oh, had this big, thick British accent. Yeah, you know, bloody hell, you bloody women. Yeah, why don't you put these things on before you go? Uh, so he has to show up with a bra, you know. Either that or I have a marijuana patch on my pants. Can't have a marijuana that's patch awesome. on my pants. Yeah, so, why not? Uh, why not? No, that's awesome. Office. Yeah, that's so cool. It's good memories. It's a good time. And then especially for, like, mid-late late, or late 80s and 90s, I mean, the music, you can't compare it. You know, to right, like what's right. going on now, it's like it's you know fluff music, so it's not the greatest. But no, back then, like it had heart to it. So no, I would just want to thank you. Yeah, but so did eighty eight, eighty nine. It still had heart. It still had yes. that heart. It we hadn't lost it yet. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It no. So it's changed. cool. So it's good memories. It is good memories. All of those songs really that was. you put out there. Yeah. So thank you so much. All right. So, where'd everybody is, uh, go? So, while you're here, so we're, let's talk about. No, everybody's still here. Uh, we're we're uh, talking yeah, about your still here. living like a runaway. Yeah, yeah. Is it under the, what, oh, under the, the pillow? Oh, the book or the you album? Know, I, I got it. 
well, whatever you want. You're the you're the boss. You're the queen of metal. <laughs> I'm just a man. Uh, you I'm know what it man. says on my coffee you cup? Know, I, in the morning I wake up and I get my biggest coffee cup I can find. And right on the front of my coffee cup it says, the queen of everything. <laughs> <laughs> so <That's> funny. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, I should get going, but I just want to say, is, like, I think that, I just wanted to say that I think that uh, what you what you did for women is great, and uh, you're definitely one of the most rocking guitar players I've ever seen. And I love your music. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure right. speaking to you. I'd love to talk to you some more about movies and directing movies and all that stuff. I love all that. Sure. So all the best to you and your family. Thank you. Okay. Thank, Thank you, Ken. Well, I had a very nice time talking to you again Thanks. too. Take, take care. All right. Thanks for helping promote Atlanta. the show, Kenneth. All right. Thanks. Yeah, Kenneth was also helping promote. So, like I said, as soon as I put it up, everybody was sharing this because this is how much love you got. And you know what else I love about Kenneth there is that he What's didn't that? say when he said your greatest. He didn't say you He said you're one of the greatest guitarists, not greatest female guitarist. Yeah, yeah. I I like that too. Jeez. I like that too. I do too. You know, so many I men are so much more enlightened now. Yeah, well, it's almost racist to say female. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't put Jimi Hendrix in a black man's category. You know what I mean? It, sure. It's he's just a guitar player, well, he was. Or, uh, you know, someone like Janis Joplin, you, you wouldn't say. Or just anybody, someone who's alive. Lady Gaga, for instance, you wouldn't put her in a, a white lady's category i mean it's it's just uh i guess you would you would say female though for a singer i think that that's probably one of the categories that you would have to say man or woman best female vocalist or best male vocal performance on whatever song you're talking about you know grammys aren't the, the way they used to be either that all changed when oh, uh, when Jethro Tull won the award. <laughs> <laughs> that remember that? Well, gosh, I'm trying to think of what what, what was the deal? Because what I'm thinking of is I don't remember the Jethro Tull incident. I do remember a friend of oh. mine here in Atlanta. It was uh, was nominated for a Grammy. I don't know if you know them, the uh, the Georgia Satellites. Um, yeah, of course. They were, they were okay. They're 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 pals. They live right here in Atlanta, and they were nominated for a, a Grammy and lost out to Millie Vanilli. Oh wow! So. <laughs> oh wow! Well, well what happened? Weird. What the Grammys have gone weird. Yeah. Yeah. But the 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 Jethro Tull thing was even more bizarre because Jethro Tull was famous in the 70s and then we Mm -hmm. had bands like metallica came out for injustice for all um and they were nominated and then all of a sudden the and i announced the winner um it was me and uh uh alice cooper i want to say i think it was the two of us and um 
we announced the winner, and we both looked at each other and went, you know, we announced, oh, and Justice for All, Metallica, blah, blah, blah. and the winner is, um, what's his name? Uh, God, what did I just say his name was? Uh, Jethro Tull. What, it was Jethro, Jethro, I can't even yeah, remember yeah. his name. It's been so long. <laughs> Jethro Tull, everybody went, what? To Steven Tyler's backstage shaking his head going, what? Where did he come from? Now, tell me this ain't political. <laughs> you know, it's just everything has gotten weird since that day. And if you Google it, if you Google the Grammys, uh, Metallica, um, Jethro Tull winning, um, I don't even remember what song it was for. I think uh, Sitting on a Park Bench. I little girls, bad intent. I can't remember the name of the album because I wasn't really that big of a fan. But anyway, I was the one who presented that award, and I had to bite my tongue and try to put on a poker face because it just went downhill from that point on. (laughs) Oh, no. Crazy. Out of the blue comes Jethro Tull. It's really bizarre. Yes, yes. And I, I know, know. There's um, some people out there that remember that. Metallica were already, they thought, we're going to win the award, and they should have. We're going to win the award. Mm-hmm. You know, they were standing up, getting ready to run up there and grab their award. And then out comes Jethro Tull. I mean, he didn't come out. Sorry. It's like, dude, you just won an award. You should be there. You should be there to pick it up. He didn't even show up. Uh, It just boggles my mind. If if you... I know, I know, sister, I know. Hey, by the way, um, you're listening. If you're listening live right now to Madame Perry Salon, you know my guest is the fabulous, <laughs> the Queen of Metal, Lita Ford. And if you want to call in and talk to her, uh, the number six four six seven one six nine nine two two. She's just got a break. She's on tour right now, and she's got a memoir, Living Like a Runaway, which she also has an album of the same name. And uh, you, you know, she's let's see, Guitar World. Magazine called her a legendary metal icon, and in 2014, guitar player inducted her into the Hall of Fame of Guitar Greats, and they declare, quote, she is as badass as ever. Um, you, most of us learned, uh, got to, became a fan of Lita's when she was in the Runaways, and guess what? I saw you live in the Runaways in Atlanta. It's really awesome. On a bill with the Ramones. Ah! Oh, my God! That's killer. And I was uh, with that was my one of my brother. favorite tours. Really? I was with my brother, uh, my younger brother, and we went, and uh, we were standing right up by the stage. And so we were right there in front. It says old place called the Municipal Auditorium. It's torn down now, but, yeah, I remember being right there, right up against the stage wow. watching you. It was, I mean, I'll never forget it. You know, it's one of those things oh, I'll yeah. never forget. It's just like a, it was a very, very magic time for us. I've got somebody else here that wants to talk to you, okay. Miss Lita Ford, Queen of Metal. And come yeah. on in to Madame Perry Salon. 
Hello. Who do we have here? My eyesight. Hi. Uh, well, hi. This is BB Queen. Hello. No. Yeah. BB <laughs> Queen. BB Queen. The thrill is gone. The thrill is away. You know you did me wrong. No, you're gonna this... be sorry someday. <laughs> this is the <laughs> new guitar picking BB Queen calling to say, "Hey, Lita Beta." <laughs> you guys, oh, I am so happy to hear her. <laughs> yes, yes. I, you know what? You are just great. You are just really. I am from one guitar picker to another one. I tell you, you just girl. You're awesome. You're that awesome. So I really. I like everything about you player. and your playing. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Are you playing uh, yes. uh, 335? No, I'm a Strat Cat. I'm one of those Stratocaster fanatics. I, that's what I like. I got some custom-made ones, a Chrome Girl, nice. and a whole bunch of other stuff. But, um, yeah, I do. I, 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 I love the 335s, but, I, you know, I just got kind of stuck on a Strat. And it just fits good for me, and that's what I've been using, you know, ever since. Uh-huh. Right on. I mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. I yeah, get it. Yeah, I've it, got one it, it, killer strat I use in the studio. I don't play it live, but it's uh-huh. good for your overdubs and just different sounds and things that I don't mm-hmm. get live mm-hmm. that are good at the studio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I kind of got – I've tried, you know, all the other ones, which I wouldn't negate a 335. If you got one laying around you want to send to me, I'd be happy to take it off your hands. <laughs> oh, I wish I had one. I don't have one. Oh, oh God! Okay. But I, I know BB King. Just that's all he ever played. Remember, his guitar was called Lucille. That's it. He named that's it Lucille. Uh huh. And, and some of the, you know, some of the guys that tease me and they go, "When you gonna get a real guitar?" You know, when they always say oh. that the ones that do play. <laughs> what Come they play on, Henry played <laughs> <laughs> right, oh. true. He sure did. He sure did to the end. But but um, right. I'm gonna try to keep up with what you're doing, Lena. And and I think I think it's wonderful that you're making all these, you know, just kicking some doors in for for the rest of us too, because it's still kind of an unfair playing field. But that's okay. We use it to our advantage rather than a disadvantage. I kind of like it like that. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, there's no reason why we shouldn't. There's no reason why we shouldn't. And, you know, not just females, but anybody who who wants to be a musician, play guitar, play mm-hmm. anything they want to play, there's no reason why they can't. Down here mm-hmm. in Santa Monica on the beach, there's all kinds of crazy people down here on the beach that do all kinds mm-hmm. of crazy things. And I was riding my bike through Santa Monica one day, and there was a guy on guitar that was playing with his toes. <laughs> wow. Can you believe that? I mean, I'm thinking if this guy plays with his toes, you can play with just about anything. Right, you know? right. But, hey, that raises the bar pretty good to play with his toes, yeah. huh? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We, we we wouldn't we, I wouldn't want good? to be on the same show with that guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bizarre. Yeah. But. Well, hey, 
Now, BB Queen, like I said, you know, she she's she's a blues lady, but BB, uh, you know, BB's in Nashville, Lita. She's you're, you're Nashville, right? Huh? I know you're in Tennessee. Yes. Uh huh. Nashville. Okay. Nice. You're in Nashville. I'm in Atlanta. And you know, tonight there's been a, a running theme on the show to get Lita Ford to get here. She's on tour right now. She's, I think she's got a couple of days off, but she's gone tour now. And we're trying to get her down to Atlanta, but she also needs to get to where you are. And uh, if we can, if we can somehow persuade her manager to book her in Nashville and Atlanta, then you can come stay with me and see her in Atlanta, and I'll come stay with you in Nashville. How's that? <laughs> That sounds like a bet. <laughs> and then, uh, as long as I can be up close enough to steal licks, <laughs> as long as uh, I can stay close awesome. enough to watch the fingers, <laughs> that sounds great to me. <laughs> that's going to I'm going to have to pass that around to some folks that's booking and stuff around here. I would love for you to come to Nashville. Well, we're coming. Hey, I'm not sure what the thing. date is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What what's the other thing? Well, you know, because because BB uh, Queen says she wants to be close enough to watch you and steal a couple of licks. But I watched an interview of you yeah. where you told somebody that, you know, you were trying to learn music. And you figured you didn't want to deal with all the lines and the dots and learning music. You just played the record and put that needle back in the place over and over and over until you learned by ear to play licks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Same here. Same here, Lita. I understand. Trust me. And sometimes that's even more of an advantage because you, there are no rules. So, you know, to me, a beginner right. has more creativity than somebody's been playing forever. Care is not, you know, it's not, well, you can't do that. Yes, they can because they don't know better. So there's right. no rules. Today you can Google it and they show you things uh, on Google, you know, which they're not always correct. And then you're getting somebody else's opinion on how they think that song goes. I've Googled my own songs to see how other people play them, and mm-hmm. they've made some something very, very simple into something very, very complicated, and uh, mm-hmm. it's not how the songs go. So I think it's better to learn songs your own way by listening to, the, to them and not watching them. Um, mm-hmm. You also learn your own style. You start to develop your own style of playing. That's because true. you're not picking it up to somebody else, you know. Mm-hmm. You just listen That's to, the, true. to the song. Yeah, it works. It definitely yeah. works. I, I, I agree because if somebody hear you play something and they go, hey, that's Easy Queen, then that's when you know you, you're developing into your own style when people can hear something and know it's you. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that's when you know you got yep. it going that's on. That's right. Yep. Mhm, mhm. That's true, but but um, I, hey, I I just love. What do you think about Madam the the salon there? Isn't it beautiful? And I know you guys. Awesome. Are, what are you guys drinking? Are you drinking tea and and eating crumpets and all that kind of stuff? Of course. <laughs> of course, I've got my coffee mug here. It says the queen of everything. <laughs> right, oh, right, I right. You know me, I got a big old glass of sweet tea, okay? That's uh, of course that's well, the Atlanta drink. Oh, I got a big glass of sweet tea. And uh, my yeah, my favorite BB Queen's been in here before. Oh nice. boy. 
<laughs> she say nice. Well, I'm going to have to run, you guys, but I just wanted to say hi and, and touch bases with Lita. And um, you got my thumbs up and prayers. Stay safe on the road. Keep it moving. You're making all of us proud. And for the madam, you keep doing what you're doing. I love your show. And I, I try Thank to tell you. everybody I can to, to tune in and, and, and turn up. That's what I tell them. Tune in and turn up. That <laughs> and, and is listen, awesome. Yeah. I love I, that. I, I'm going to have to use crush. that, BB. I owe you <laughs> a okay. lot. I owe you a lot, BB Queen. I really do. Thank no, you, Hey, what do they say? As long as you owe me, you'll never be broke. You, you don't owe me. We're all in this thing together. Let's have fun while we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So true, oh. BB. Hey. Okay. All Go right. ahead. Oh, thank what, you. Were so you going to say hey, something? I don't want to touch you no, 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 baby, just hang around. You're fine. Just stay right here. Uh, James, my friend James brings. Hey, Lita, do you know many people in the steampunk movement, the steampunk folks? Uh, I don't know. I might. You don't know. What I don't. Okay. <laughs> oh, girl. Uh, this is a. Uh, there's a guy named James Spring. He's a uh, captain. Uh, Captain Darkfang in the Wild Wild West con that goes on in Tucson every year. It's one of the biggest steampunk events um, in the country and in the in the world actually. And he's been anticipating this show. But he's in a meeting right now for the for the Wild Wild West con, and he said he has a question. Okay. He says, "I'd like to know, son, that Lita would give anything to do a duet with." Who would I give any, anything to do a duet with? Evie mm. Queen, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> definitely, you know, B.B. King's pretty darn close. Unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. Yeah. You know, all of my heroes I think she said are B.B. Dead. Queen. <laughs> yeah, I was oh. making a joke. <laughs> well, the, the coolest. Duet. I one of the coolest duets I did was with Lizzie Hale, and uh, I had so much fun because she's a real Lita freak. She loves Lita, and uh, a lot of the stuff she has, she's copped from me. So when I got on stage, we did a tour with her with Hailstorm, and uh, when I got on stage, she was playing. The uh, the Gibson Explorer guitar, which I play a black Hamer Explorer, which look they look identical, and uh, I'm thinking she's got the same guitar, only it's it's white, mine's black. Then she comes out with the white double neck guitar, and I thought, whoa, you're the only other person I've seen oh. with the white double neck. And uh, she oh. says, Lita, you know. You know who my inspiration is. And I go, yeah, I got a feeling. So her and I did Close My Eyes Forever together at Webster's Hall in New York. And uh, it turned out so good. It was just the hair on your arms would stand up if you you were to Google it. It's all over YouTube. So she was just so much fun. So much fun to be around, and such a great talent. So does I don't know. Does, does, like a, does it ever get to be like all about Eve? About you know what? the movie All About Eve? The movie I All About Eve. It. No, it's I don't an old know black that and white movie. movie with Betty Davis. 
Yeah, she's a Betty Davis is a, is an actress, a theater actress, and this uh, woman comes in played by Ann Baxter, Margot Channing, and she's a um, she's a fan, and she begins following her. And she's such a fan, and then she eventually tries to take her her roles and her her man and everything, you know. So, do you, have you ever had a feeling like somebody was trying to get close to you to kind of do that thing or take over? I don't dig. I don't dig. Yes. I don't dig people getting inside my head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like um, oh, yes. if I think you're trying to get inside my head, I disappear. I yeah. just disappear. It's like you can't get inside my head if you don't know where I am. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, That's I've right. had that happen. You know, yeah. So I wonder because I've I'm, I've done nothing I'm nowhere near what you do but I've had a television show a few years uh, back in the late 80s early 90s I had a TV show and other things like that and uh, my own jazz band and I know sometimes there's always going to be somebody that tries to get closer to you that tries to sort of take over you know try to just like weasel it away You're like wait a minute wait a minute yeah yeah it's a strange so they're true fanatics well um mm-hmm mm-hmm. There's the so, epitome oh, of the question. word fanatic. Yes. Yes. I really exactly think. Exactly, Amiga. When you, I've got a question here. Just got messaged in. <laughs> Somebody messaged in another question for you. I'm, I'm not kidding, Lisa. This is, it's just exploded when I put your name and picture out there for this. Um, yeah. This lady is, she's, she's messaging me from Tennessee. Her name is Becky Kyle, and she says, I have a question for Lita. What's her favorite song, either to perform herself or done by somebody else? Oh wow! I have a lot of songs that I that make me just—they run the emotions start running through my body, you know, like um, "Behind Blue Eyes" by The Who, or mm. "Wild Horses" by The Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. Just songs mm-hmm. that I wish I had have written. Um, I love ballads. Just that there's nothing better than an awesome power ballad that just sends chills up your back. You know. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's me. And then you've got the rocking songs that just make you go what? And all next thing you know, you're getting a speeding <laughs> ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, I think that's a story in one of your books, isn't it? I mean, in your book, isn't it about uh? It is. It is actually. <laughs> yes, you're right. I was, I was coming home from uh, filming Herman's Head, we, which was a television series, and uh, I had on you know fake eyelashes and a low cut blouse and full makeup. We had just gotten finished filming two weeks worth of. Early, early morning, you have to be spot on. On television is nothing like rock and roll. Rock and roll comes natural mm-hmm. to me, but being on TV is a whole different animal. And uh, I was coming home, driving my black-on-black Corvette in Los Angeles, and I had um, Sammy Hagar just joined Van Halen. And... Uh, I had the CD and the CD player, and I'm flying down the freeway in my Corvette, 
just going, yeah, we did it. We're done with the two weeks. I got through it, and we killed it. We nailed it. I was so happy. Next thing I know, I got a siren and red lights flashing behind me. (laughs) I get pulled over by this police officer, and I lowered my blouse a little bit, rolled down the window, and started batting my fake eyelashes. And he looked at me, and he says, I said, hi, hi, officer. I said, what seems to be the problem? And he said, you know you were speeding and swerving? He said, you're not drinking, are you? And I said, oh, no, sir. I said, I, I, and I looked over my coffee cup. I had a cup of coffee from Jack in the Box. And because uh, I was trying to get through the night, it was a late night. So he says, well, why are you speeding and swerving if you're not drinking? And I said, well, I had Van Halen in the CD player. In this, it was when they had CD players. I had Pound Cake because we were listening to Sammy Hager singing Pound Cake. And he says, the officer says, oh, I understand. And he let me go. It was crazy. So he obviously is a, was a Van Halen fan too. <laughs> hey, Either listen, that or he's I, just looking I, at the fake eyelashes. Well, it all worked <laughs> together, didn't it? You know, it's a package deal. Sometimes you got the look up blouse, the lashes, and then Van. Well, hey, Sammy Hagar, that just kind of tied it all up. You know, you made your case. <laughs> and, and yeah. You won, so. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, oh, I was listening to Pound Cake, and I thought he was going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> he thought, oh, I understand. And he walked away. Uh, it was the most bizarre thing. <laughs> that is a fantastic story. Listen, I was telling people I didn't get to really talk about your book, but you know what? Um, Living Like a Runaway oh, book story is just book. an amazing book. Yes, it is. That's Yeah. Yeah, I didn't just hear it on the street. I got it out of the books, and there's a lot of – I mean, Lita does not – she doesn't play in this book. It's not fluff. It's not a, a – th- this is a legit book. It's got entertainment. It's got drama. It's got everything in it. And also, let me – before I let you go, if you don't mind, I also want to tell people that you've also got on your website um, – You've got Lita Ford's Kiss Me Deadly Apparel, all kind of gear. Heck, you've got everything from backpacks to lunch boxes to uh, shirts, all kind of clothes, leggings. You've got everything for the fan. And yeah. um, people can also go to, and I've been posting the link, LitaFordOnline.com. You can also go there and find uh, your tours. Um, in September, you go back on the road, you'll be in um, uh, in Pennsylvania with Brett Michaels on September 1st, and then you've got Illinois, California, uh, Vermont, Minnesota, Canada, and um, let's see, in February, you're going to be on the Monsters of Rock cruise. You know, I had someone on the show a couple months ago that was on there. Uh, you probably know her, a drummer named Athena Bass. Oh, yes, of course. I know Athena. We've yeah. been in trouble together, of course. Oh, okay. That's a testimony right there. That 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 legitimizes everything <laughs> for me. So yeah, you've been in trouble together because after all, the the Runaways, like you said, they were the jailbait rock band, and uh, you had to live, you had a reputation to live up to, and uh, you 
you don't need to let that slack. You know, we look up to you for this. Yeah, Athena was on here. She was hilarious. And I asked yeah, her one time, I said, how come great. all of your um, – Oh, my gosh, she was so much fun. And the, that one person called up, I think they were kind of surprised because they said, Hi, Athena, I'm calling you from, and they named the town in California that they live in. And she goes, You called it what? I call it hottest balls, California, out there. You know, it's like she just oh, kind of yeah. broke the ice with everybody right away. And uh, she's so funny, but she said, Why does all your press stuff emphasize that you are Tommy Lee's younger sister? You know, are you afraid people are going to think you're older than he? Because she goes, No, somebody thought I was his wife one time, so I always try to emphasize younger sister on that. So, okay, well, she, all right, she keep she it in there. She colors her but, hair. So, she doesn't look like him when she colors her hair blonde because he's got black hair. She's got black hair, but sometimes she does it blonde. So when she's blonde, you're not quite sure who she is. It's like, wait, wait a minute. Is that his wife, his sister, or what? Are they related? I'm not sure. <laughs> that scene is crazy. Oh, okay, okay. I see, yeah. yeah. Well, I used to work back in the late 90s and the early aughts. I worked part-time as a... Are you ready? As a professional um, impersonator of Marilyn Monroe and Madonna. Ooh, nice. And the fun part with that was a couple of times my drummer would want to go out somewhere, and, and I said, I don't have time to change clothes, Forrest. And uh, he was, that's okay, okay, just meet me at the restaurant. So here I am dolled up like Marilyn Monroe, you know, and then here's my adorable drummer with his, you know, with his long dreadlocks. He was my drummer in between TLC and India RE. So they're probably looking like, man, he put a lot of money into this date. Or, or out with my husband, and then people are looking at him like, should I tell her? You know, and then they look at, I see the same people look at me later like, poor stupid woman. <laughs> she has no oh idea. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. That's so, so funny. That's what, that's. That's the fun part about being a woman. We can change it all with a little hair color. Hey, yeah. I've kept you way too long. I am so grateful to you for being so generous with your time tonight, Lita, and being well, on my you. podcast. My pleasure. Wish I had a good time. Anything? Oh, good. I am glad. We wanted it to be fun for you because everybody's been psyched about this. And uh, it's just been a thrill to wish you, like like uh, BB Queen said, prayers uh, wishing you all the best on your tour and everything that's happened. And of course, we're going to all be looking for you down south. And uh, you know you've always got a place right here in Madame Perry's salon to come anytime oh, nice. you want. Thank you so much. And uh Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.